I'm very excited about this week's podcast because we're going to talk about is coffee a good pre-workout? And I'm sitting here with Tatiana, our in-house nutritionist. And how are you, Tats? I'm good. How are you? That's good. And this is a big topic because we get a lot of people write to us and, and call us and go, I just can't have a candy-flavored pre-workout anymore. And so we went out and we played with coffee and we created a pre-workout. And yep. we're going to talk about is coffee good for a pre-workout? Yeah. Let's rip in. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. Welcome to Body Science HQ, the world of fit, happy, healthy, and I'm going to throw on the end of that coffee pre-workout at like a dollar a serve is it a good option yes well in this case yes we know we can start from caffeine then coffee but we know caffeine is a great stimulant it's known to improve performance in every level pretty much in terms of strength power but also endurance um, stamina and mental performance yes it is great for pre-workout stimulation and just get ready for your workout but also train better and recover better as well. But then when you talk about coffee, coffee is actually quite high in antioxidants and a lot of other important compounds that can help you with your performance, but also with your recovery. So if you're having a traditional pre-workout yep. that is using caffeine, yep. are you getting those antioxidants as well from that? You're not getting, no. No, no. okay. So, so it's a coffee that's producing the antioxidants, yeah, but it has the benefit of having caffeine as well. Exactly. But the way you get your coffee ready as well makes a difference. So espresso, for example because of the high temperatures of the machine you actually burn a lot of those compounds Mm -hmm. so you don't get as much as the antioxidants and all of those good compounds so that was one thing that with our formula was really specific with um so you've jumped the gun there when you said our formula so what we've done yeah is we've taken coffee yeah and we've used a robusta which is probably the highest caffeine um bearing yeah coffee and that's why we picked it to be really honest that we yep. wanted a strong coffee so yep. we want to play in that strong coffee space but then we've gone and added pre-workout elements and nootropic elements to our coffee yeah so it's not just a coffee but I, i'd just like to if we can step back a little bit yeah, Tatiana, <laughs> get so excited about yeah, it <laughs> I, I know and you love it and it, this is one of your formulas so you know it's 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 a very clever formula but what what we want what i want to talk about here more is and there's groups of people that say pre-workouts are a waste of money yeah then there's groups of people that go i can't train without a pre-workout yeah so what we've got here is like your average pre-workout is probably 60 bucks 60 plus bucks yeah instant coffee is probably 10 or 12 dollars yeah and we've got our coffee with other aminos and things around training like pre-workout elements like bitter alanine arginine carnitine b3 with nootropic blends like taurine with anya and your favorite yeah organic peruvian cacao okay. <laughs> you just love that so what what i want to talk about is you know it's a hard hard market out there like the, yeah. the pre-workout category is huge yeah and there's also cans of drink now that everyone's smashing cans of drink so yeah. you look at it you look at those cans of drinks they're four five bucks six bucks yeah you know what i mean you look at a pre-workout it's probably two bucks two bucks fifty a serve yeah and then you look at our coffee, like our pre-workout, ultra strong pre-workout coffee is just less than a dollar a serve. Yeah. Then you look at instant coffee, which is probably 50 cents a serve. Yeah. So as somebody who is an athlete that's competed at national level like you have. Yeah. And somebody who is a supplement user. Yeah. But someone who's also really qualified nutritionally. And you want to tell us what your qualifications are at the moment? Got a few degrees and master's degrees on um, health and public health and nutrition and athletics as well. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you're doing some cool stuff towards the PhD right now, but we won't not let talk about that. <laughs> so you, you, you're qualified to talk about coffee. Yeah. So are you a 
pre-workout trainer or are you a coffee I trainer? actually got a little bit more specific. So I think that's so jumping back on why we think we're doing better in that level is that we're listening to all the athletes. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to get a non-athlete that worked all day, give 300 milligrams of caffeine and they're going to hit the gym like as just out of this world energy type thing that will crash in half an hour and that's easy to get some workout done and go into like a um, hit type 45 minutes exercise. But when you're talking to elite athletes and they're training two, three times a day, just that caffeine hit isn't going to do it because mm-hmm. you do reach a level where the caffeine doesn't work as well anymore. And that's when our formulas started to have more nootropics and things that work in synergy with the caffeine to make the caffeine more potent, but without hitting too high levels of caffeine that's starting to not work and you having headaches and all of that. Yep. So for me, I... So can we jump in there? Yeah. What's a basic number people should work their caffeine out at? Uh, it, it really... We, you always ask me this question. You always... Uh, it depends on how you accept the caffeine, but the studies... And in I know, of, I, I get that. Like, Yeah. But the, for those people out there that can handle a coffee? Yeah. So around two to six milligrams so of caffeine per kilo. Two to 2.6. Two to six, two to six milligrams. Some of the studies talked about two to six milligrams, but they found that when you go to the higher level, so the six milligrams per kilo, you don't perform as well as you would on two to three milligrams per kilo. We're not telling people to take that much caffeine. I just want no. to make that really clear right now. We're talking about research here. So it, it depends on how the athletes will take that caffeine amount. But what they found is that the difference between the guys taking two milligrams per kilo of body weight to six um, milligrams of per kilo of body weight, the difference wasn't massive. Okay. So it doesn't mean that you're having three times more caffeine, you're going to so have three more caffeine three ta- at a certain level isn't a better result. It's not a better result. So two milligrams, around two to three milligrams per kilo of body weight is a, a safe bet. Uh, so that means I'm 60 kilos. Unless you're a government body, they would have that much lower. But yeah, yeah. from a research perspective, that's what they found to increase performance. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. And while I've stopped you on your where you were going with everything. Yeah. You, you mentioned that a lot of athletes will get distress from too much caffeine. And yeah. obviously we're talking stomach distress because it, it blood goes to muscle versus... Mental performance as well. Yeah. So you will hit, a, your body will get into a overdrive of energy. So you get headaches usually, you can get the shakes. So your body's basically got Doesn't too much... Doesn't that mean the pre-workout's really working? Isn't that what people are looking for these not, days? Not really. <laughs> so what they found is that actually reduces your performance. So if you think about having to push like a really heavy bench press, for example, even so going back to just gym, not like physical performance in terms of a elite athlete, if you got that much energy and you're shaking, you're not turning on the right muscles, you're not paying attention to what you're doing, you're not breathing properly, your breathing is going to get become shallower. So even on that level, if you have too much caffeine, you're not performing as well as you could. And from a perspective of somebody who's like timing of a pre-workout or a coffee before you train. I mean, we, we all say 20 to 30 minutes habitually, like that's a standard line. Yeah. But when I look at the research that you always throw on my desk, <laughs> we're talking 45 to 60 minutes before yeah. training is like for optimal absorption of caffeine. And yeah. I don't think many people are playing that in that space. No, because what the research found, it will take about 45 to 60 minutes for the caffeine to hit. So if you peak. wanted to hit during your train, you've actually got to look at 45 to 60 minutes before and not be having slamming one down and Yeah, and then you have to have a quality source of caffeine or a supplement as well because otherwise you will hit that max at 45 minutes and you crash.
rush doing your workout. And I think a lot of people, that's why a lot of people take it 20 minutes before because then when they start crashing is at the end of their workout. Yep. But ideally, if you're having a good source of caffeine that will work in, in a slower way, you will be having 45 minutes before your workout and then you don't have that crash meet workout. Does that make sense? Yep, that makes sense. Hi, I'm Tom Green, Olympic champ from Tokyo. And if you want the best tasting protein bars on the market, you should try the new Body Science Moose range. Greg, you better be testing those. Mate, they're getting drug tested, got you covered. So getting back to the athletes you're dealing with, you're obviously, I see you're, you're, you're being on Chaos, which is one of our brands, which I'm happy to talk about. Yeah. But you're also putting out a lot of coffee with people as well. Yeah. Um, is that a personal preference based on talking with the athlete? It's, or Yeah, preference as yeah. well. So a lot of the, so the runners, trail runners, the, the surfers, a lot of the old, old school guys as well like to have a coffee in the morning and mm-hmm. they don't want to have something that tastes like lollipop. Yep. So they want to have a coffee. mystery flavor or yeah, something, you know, yeah, exactly. some, let's guess the flavor, that yeah. type of stuff, yeah. <laughs> By the color, yeah. <laughs> um, so they are going to the coffee as well. The other thing with the coffee um, – is that it's a natural source of caffeine that is, um, and we put some extra things in there as well. So when you asked me, I'll go back to your question, if I take pre-workout, I take pre-workout during my races, so the chaos during my races, yep. um, but I take our um, Shred Ultra Advanced as a pre-workout because okay. otherwise I have way too much energy and yep. I need the nootropic side of it, mm-hmm. as you know, when Makes I sense. get there. Yep. <laughs> When I get a lot of energy, I don't work as well. Uh, We we can all hear your Brazilian accent as well. So I need that karma sort of energy and that synergy between our focus. compounds yeah, that we're using. So I use both of them, but the chaos I use during the workout because it, it, it hits me hard. So during my races, for example, my long races, every 5K, I'll have a little bit of caffeine mm-hmm. um, with the chaos. And the coffee is just a nice way, especially during winter, of just being able to sit down and have a warm coffee and just wake up a little bit slower. You feel like during winter, you sort of need that. You can't wake up, take a pre-workout, go to like it's nice to sit down, hold a warm cup of coffee and then get ready for your day and then be able to work out a little better. Yeah, look, I'm loving the, uh, I was a massive Shred Ultra fan. Like that's my yeah. go-to stuff, but I'm really enjoying the um, Ultra Strong pre-workout coffee. I think it's got a lot too, like from a therapeutic perspective with the government, like bitter alanine is not allowed to be in a therapeutic. Yeah. And just having, you know, what's it got, 1.2 grams in it or something? Yeah. Let's, let me turn the packet around. Yeah, 1.2 grams of bitter alanine. You're getting a good smack of, Yeah. let's get the day started. Like you, you're and sucking that got- coffee down and then you're walking outside and going, hey, hang on. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people, one of the girls, he's loving it, but she just works on the computer. She's not like a big gym fan. And then she's like, why are my ears itchy? (laughs) And one of the other guys that goes to the gym, gym, he's like, isn't it awesome? Like, (laughs) loving it. So, um, but on top of that, you've got 180 milligrams of caffeine. And that's naturally just from the coffee. Just from the coffee. So you still got all the antioxidants and important compounds from the coffee there as well it tastes like actual coffee because that was one of the important yeah i've been drinking it black yeah yeah and then we'll have taurine as well which helps again it's a nootropic it helps with um, mental performance what's the the one that you love saying and i can't with say Anya. With Anya as well. yeah. yeah i know we use that one in pretty much everything in terms of a mental big fan performance of that. it's yeah. it's massive because the big thing with this one here is that it will help when it works with the caffeine it will help increase the effects of the caffeine in terms of mental and physical performance but when you go to bed at night it also helps you decrease the energy so it works all day in your body to give you energy when you need it but also be able to reduce stress levels and all of that when 
you're going to bed. So as an afternoon, it, it might be a good coffee option, but thinking about that and looking at your eyes when I asked you that, <laughs> as a nutritionist, you're going to say, don't be banging down 180 megs of caffeine late in the Arvo, Greg, because that's got a shelf life of five hours. Yeah. So if you're having one at four o'clock, you're still feeling the effects of the caffeine at nine o'clock? Yeah. It's it's also if you're used to the beta, the beta alanine and the arginine as well, because we've got arginine there as well. Yep. The arginine is sort of going to open up your arteries. It will increase blood flow and make sure all those other compounds are coming through and working really the well. Transporter. Yeah. So if you're not used to it, you're going to get the itchiness from the beta alanine. You're going to get the, the flush from the arginine. Uh, we've got B3, B3 there as well yep. to increase um, energy production as well. So you've got all the... Little yeah, flushes yeah. happening everywhere. So yep. if you're not used to it, it might not be a great... We do have the brain feel, which is similar in terms of nootropics, um, and it's a very smart coffee as well. It might be a better option for... It's got all your mushies and your, stuff. In. Yeah. Okay, so, so not so much a pre-workout one. You work on clean coffee in that space. And look, we should have talked about that today, but we're going to talk about pre-workouts and coffee if yeah. we can stay on track in that space. So not your afternoon example, unless you're an afternoon pre-workout taker, well, then yeah. it would be... Yeah. Sits in that space nicely. I mean, it depends what you do for work. If you if you're trading, you need to smash some heavy lifting at three p.m. That might work pretty well for you. Um, but if I try to take this sitting on the desk, I'll probably knock <laughs> my head around the, the walls a little bit. Looking me hanging off the wall. <laughs> So one of the things when people talk about sometimes I feel crook when I have a coffee before I train, because I've heard that before. Yeah. Obviously, that's the timing, that 20, 30 minutes, cause it, it, and I'm not, this is not my area especially, and tell me if I'm incorrect, but from a basic level, staying in my lane here, yeah. it's pulling blood out of the gut and, and sending it to muscle. Is that correct, what yeah. caffeine's doing? Yeah. So it's all muscles. Yeah. So when you start working out, your muscle, your muscles will require more of your blood flow. Yep. That takes it away from your- So therefore, you can have a stomach upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not sitting well, and it's it is acid, and it is something that your body needs to work through a little bit better. Mm. And a lot of people have it with milk as well, or sugar. So there's some extra things there as well that your body needs to deal with. So it it is better to sit on it for a little bit longer. And that's pre workouts That's everything. That's not just coffee. That caffeine in general. Yeah. We're talking about here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I know we talked about a second ago, but I don't think I actually asked you. All of our athletes. How long have you got them having caffeine before they do? Around like an hour before training. Yeah. Yeah, it so depends on how they out. need. The problem with a lot of athletes is that we don't have time to have things um, way before, so mm. we need to work around what the Basics. timing works. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, around forty-five minutes to an hour. Yeah, nice. So from a perspective of your, uh, let's talk about like an eighteen to twenty-four year old male, female hits the gym pre-workout or coffee they're going to want the candy flavors aren't they like let's throw it out i'm old so i can say that but taj is our production guy over here what are you looking for a coffee or uh you're looking for a pre-workout in that space he's he hits that category on he's the head. actually loving the pre-workout coffee though. yeah he's not he's having that during the day yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But he's yeah, yeah definitely pre-workout can work for you especially if your mindset is going to the gym and you used to have let's not fight a pre-workout flavor. to where it's at in that yeah, space yeah what about your 24 to 35 year olds probably Let's let's call them executives or, yep. or or tradies. It's probably easy to have a cup of coffee. Yeah, yep. to make coffee because all you need is hot water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's also what you're trying to get extra from it. The 18 to 24 year olds are not thinking about antioxidants and recovery as much. All they want to do is hit the gym hard and yep. and get huge. Apparently, Taj is nodding. <laughs> yeah, that's nodding on the head. But when you after 25 and the wrinkles and start to come and you don't recover as well, and if you have a night out. 
on Saturday, you're feeling horrible until Tuesday. Yeah. That's when you start to think about antioxidants. Can I get um, some extra recovery here? And that's when the the coffee will be a lot better because you get that those extra compounds as yeah, well. Okay. So uh, there you have it, team. Coffee versus pre workout. I think I think we've covered that. Is there anything else we should add to that? No, I think that's pretty good. From a safety perspective, pretty similar. Pretty, oh, yeah. So the coffee, if it, the caffeine is coming from the coffee itself, you can have a lot more caffeine in the product. Yep. Whereas when it's added caffeine. There's rules and regulations. Yeah, exactly. That. Yeah. And yeah. that lower. But that shows that the quality of caffeine is really important as well because um, they're coming really hard with these new regulations. I think it shows that the coffee, actual coffee, um, it's a lot better quality and it's it's going to hit your body completely different. So Nice. So uh, if you're out there and you're looking for options grab a pre-workout or grab a new body science ultra strong pre-workout coffee and let us know how it goes thanks for coming on board today tatiana thank you